Ah, uh, there we are. Hello. Hi. It's a Friday here in the Full Court Press. Uh, fun times in the studio here. I hope your day, your Friday's been as good as ours. Uh, Maybe I should have just stayed home. <laughs> it's good stuff. <laughs> Thanks for being here with us. Thank you for if your patience. Still, if you're still, if here, you're still with here with us. You might, you Thank might. you. Sorry. Oh, uh, that's a little loud there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> God, Eric's Bill Belichick voice. Got, like, like, full some... blast in my ear. Yeah. Okay, that's better. Uh, wow. Okay, so a couple <laughs> different things to talk about today. Um, we're going to recap a few things going on in spring sports. We've got some scores. We've got some uh, outcomes. AJ was out calling a game earlier today that kind of exciting. Uh, we got some calls yesterday about AJ's broadcast. We'll get into that in a minute. Wait, are you serious? Um, That's not good, dude. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about the Utah Jazz. They're in action tonight, and uh, somebody we haven't seen for a while will be on the court for the Jazz. What does that mean? for uh, what they're trying to accomplish in these last two games of the regular season and just the general playoff picture as uh, it's still, we're just a couple days away from the end of the regular season and there's still a lot of moving pieces that could be in play here, which one more reason why I think the play-in tournament is working like we thought it could work. It's being, it's still producing drama at the end of the regular season. Um And then there's some news about Utah State basketball. We've had some question about how many players are really on the roster compared to how many, uh, uh, what do you call it, (laughs) scholarships are available. That's what they're called, scholarships. So maybe a little bit more clarity coming out today. But, um, Ajay, first I want to start with you. How was your day? You got to go call a a baseball game today. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was good. Uh, It was better than yesterday. Tell you that I, it's hard. I don't know how Clowkey does it. I mean, I've I've produced games for him where his team's lost twenty to nothing, and he's able to just plow right through, you know, and whatever. I'm sitting there, and it's seventeen to three, and I've ran out. Of, I've told all my stories, and I've used up everything, and we're only in the fifth inning. This game's already two hours and thirteen minutes long, so I'm just I'm cooked. Uh, and uh, you know, mercifully, the game ended. So I'm thinking coming in today, I'm like just. Please keep it under 10, and we're good. Keep it under 14 runs, we're definitely all right. And all of a sudden, we're in the ninth inning of a tie ball game, and Ridgeline's up to bat, and um, that was a heck of a ball game. That was really well played. From I mean, you went to have their chances, too. They're two outs, uh, one ball, two strikes. Uh, I think Evan Webb's up to bat, and they have a man on second and third, and it's a ground ball. Um, it's a ground ball to the left, to the first baseman, Carson Murray, who had a horrific day yesterday for Uena. He took the loss by giving up five runs. He had two errors, uh, and he struck out three times. Well, today, he has a ground ball that comes right towards him, and he just botches it. I mean, it just he botches it with his glove. Rolls into right field. One run scores to tie the ball game. The uh, winning run comes around and is thrown out at home. So we're tied. I mean, Uenta had so many chances to win that thing, and give credit, give a lot of credit to Ridgeline for just finding different ways to stay in it and then to win the ball game. I'll tell you this. If you win in Ridgeline, go to a game three, you win as winning it. I'm I'm so dead confident on that. And so Ridgeline was very, very, re- I mean, not grateful and happy, but relieved as well that they were able to win game two because I don't know if they would have made it past game three. 
Um, we'll update you on other scores uh, throughout Region 11, what they're doing in the uh, 4A baseball playoffs, softball playoffs getting underway this afternoon as well. Uh, 435-339-0321 if you want to weigh in on the Guild Mortgage text line. And uh, Ajay, yesterday we did get a, a call or two um, from some Ridgeline fans saying that you were being too much of a homer for the Uinta. Oh, uh, it was? Utes. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I, I, I tried to really – Really favor Ridgeline when I was calling the game for 104.5 News Talk KVEL in Uinta. Oh, oh, wait, that's Uinta, huh? Oh, I wonder. Yeah, maybe that's a maybe that's a problem. Is because I was calling the game on Uinta's radio station. I come on, people, wake up. This isn't hard. I mean, I don't mean to sound like a jerk, but I just went and called two baseball games on the radio. For the first time in my life. And then I have to hear about how you guys think I was a homer. <laughs> Are you serious? Like, okay, that caller, you uh, need to turn in your phone to your service and never pick up a phone ever again. Are you being serious? You suck. <laughs> you suck so bad. Are you serious? I hate you. I tried. I tried oh, to play you. it straight. Are you? I hate you so bad. We conspired yesterday on the full court press, knowing that you were gone, <laughs> well, I can see and you would not texts. be able to hear. I wanted to get to it before you scrolled through too many of the texts. Seven nine nine four. Baseball on TV is like Audrey on the radio. A lot of talk with little information and overall boring. <laughs> Baseball TV is probably better because at least they can pronounce words correctly. Joke on Audrey. George Niang called into the show because he heard about the bet. He requested Audrey come to the Jazz playoff game to show off the highlight reel. Uh, let's see. Eight eight zero zero three is a is an angel. I think you guys should just leave Ajay alone. We don't want no trouble, do we? Oh, if it's just a prank, go ahead. Okay, you know what? Never mind. Take that back. Okay, we'll forget that idea. Um, yeah, dude, yeah. We, we did not receive I, any phone calls I during hate the show. You guys, are you serious? Complaining but, about you how, know, Eric. How, I go and I do you, you a favor. Okay, I do you a major solid. You didn't do me a favor. Here you and AJ are conspiring again. Why'd you? Go after uh, Mr. Big Phil's here. Huh? I'm too easy of a target. <laughs> you shooting, are. Hey, shooting, by the way. He was at the hospital. Shot, shooting fish in the barrel. The don't, no, don't put the pity card on this one. Don't you dare put the pity card on this. Please don't hurt me, Okay, no, you know what? I got a gripe for you there, <laughs> oh, intern. All right, here, here we he go. is. Here he is. handwriting sucks. I pull out the pick six sheet. What's wrong with I my handwriting? It, and I'm like... There's did nothing he, wrong. Did he write this with his opposite hand, or is he really that <laughs> Do you know bad? how hard it is to get over? Okay, well, to, to I'm trying what? to write your illegible stuff over your here. Your letter Y over here, looks like the letter like, X. Not your R looks like a V. Your A looks like a calligraphy European letter. I don't even know what it is. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then you're not even rolling on the first hour. So I go in there, and I'm like... Uh, Cody wasn't rolling on the first, <laughs> and then our board freezes, and so then we're just, so Cody, you know what, thank you for going to your other job and leaving us in an absolute fire of a situation. I we got, appreciate it. I gotta get, yeah, I know, you're welcome. I'm here all week, you're welcome. Why, why the big bucks. <laughs> that's why we get, yeah, that's why, why I get the big bucks. Why beating up on the bugs. intern? Oh, why, why did you pull a prank on me like that? That wasn't nice. I feel like I'm your reaction. You were getting fired up there. I was pissed, dude. I was not. <laughs> I go and call two games. <laughs> no one respects me. I'm calling him for the Vernal people. <laughs> uh, let's see. 2305. Thank you for getting us on track. Um, 
Anything new on the USU basketball recruiting? And is there any spots on the roster? No, they're full. So they were a little overfull. And yeah. uh, hey, have you heard anything on the announcement? Well, yet? Brian Phillips on oh. Twitter, oh jeez, saying <laughs> that uh, Liam McChesney has entered the transfer portal. Here's the, and do you know what I like? So that gets Utah State to its full allotment. So here's the thing on Liam, and I like Liam a lot. He couldn't stay healthy. He had a leg injury, then he sprained his ankle um, in the uh, in just spring and just kind of workouts. Um, just couldn't stay healthy. And that's too bad. I, I feel bad. Um, but we are loaded in, in the guard lineup. We're loaded. So maybe he'll find somewhere else to be able to play and, 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 have, and get a chance to get some minutes. Well, he wouldn't play as a guard. Is that, so he'd play as a forward. It depends where he's at, man. It he's depends so where tall. He's at. I mean, you, you, okay, well, you sh- okay, so it's a three-positional forward then. I guess, I mean, it's a small forward. Yeah. But in Ryan Odom's positionless basketball, I mean, Liam's maybe playing a guard spot somewhere. And he's just too scrawny to play forward. He's not big enough. He would get just absolutely he, well, mauled he by would some need of to these Mount West guys. Yeah, he would need to put on a lot more weight, a lot more muscle uh, to be a regular rotation guy. I agree with that. And I, my, our hope was that he could, that he would. He'd spend his offseason in his rehab, putting on some weight and uh, hitting the gym. But apparently that's not going to happen. Huh. So it's too bad. Um, but, yeah, it looks like uh, that, that puts the Utah State number of uh, uh, scholarships available it down to, 13. to where it should be at 13. Hopefully that removes all the drama and all the wonder and everything just move forward. I mean, isn't the, isn't the portal window like, Closing here, like, very soon? Yep. That's why it was kind of weird. That's why it kind of threw me off, actually. When I was looking at the roster, like, we got 14 spots. So you look at the portal calendar, and it's, I think we're like a week away, aren't we? Close to a week. Uh, maybe two weeks away. And uh, here we are. And Liam's in the portal. I don't, he's a good ball player, but, man, there's a lot, there's, there's still a lot of kids in that portal. And some who have played Division One college minutes already. At this point, yeah, there's not very many places they can go of of, of note, of real note. But uh, yeah, hopefully he finds a, a landing spot that suits him, um, and it works out okay for him. But I I I I like where Utah State is at with this new coaching staff, with the players that are there, with some new players that are coming in, the transfers from UMBC and from the University of Utah. Uh, I think it's going to be a really interesting combination for Coach Odom to get going in his first year. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be quite quite the situation too. So now Liam's gone, and we've talked about this before, but you take out the starting lineup because you pretty much know who it's going to be, and you look at the backup positions and and where that's going to be at. You know, Shimon's a Paul still there, uh, Trevin Dorius, Brendan Horvath will probably start, Bean will start, of course. So then you've got. Um, I mean, your guard situation was with Ashworth, Shulga, Bearstow. Missing anybody else on the guard line? Oh, uh, Rock? Uh, he'd probably be a starter, I would think. Miller? Is he starting? I would think that he would. Okay, so your lineup is, so your starting lineup is what? Rylan Jones. Yep. Rock. Okay. 
Miller. Yep. Bean, Bean and Horvath. And Horvath. That's be my guess. That's a pretty good guess. I'd put money on it. Yeah, that's a pretty good guess. I, but who backs up Brock Miller? That's what I was just trying to think. Does Barstow try to move into that position? Barstow would be a good fit if he can get his crap together. I don't mean to be rude, but I'm being serious. If He needs to get himself mentally right, and he needs to come out and play better basketball than he did last year because he was not good at all last year. He needs to be better. So if he wants those minutes, he needs to prove it. He's got the physical attributes, just mm-hmm. needs to get the head a little bit. And, Od- and, and Odom likes him. Odom likes his size, his wit, his, his, his uh, um, length. Length. He's got great IQ. He's a very smart player. Very smart. Just needs to hone in on his focus with being at basketball. School and basketball. Nothing outside of that. I think there was a little bit too many distractions last year. And um, if I, I'll try to put this as vague as possible, but those distractions are now gone, which is good. Really good. Uh, let's hope so. Yeah. Uh, Leon texts into the show. This is kind of going along the same lines of what we've been going about. What are your thoughts on the 13 people on scholarship? Uh, can he come back not under scholarship if he doesn't get taken by some other school in reference to Liam? Uh, yeah, no. Well, yeah, actually, he could come back not under scholarship, but if you leave a scholarship, I, I don't know why you do that. Yeah, I don't know why you turn around, come back, and not be under scholarship. That would be. Stay at the same might, place you are. You just might be first, give up your yeah, scholarship. Except you just now are paying for all your school instead of getting all your school paid for. I know how that is. <laughs> well, well, try to win. You try to go to UMBC. It there. didn't work. Now you're back here at Utah State. <laughs> you learned. Uh, uh, two, er, sorry, go ahead. No, sorry. Two three zero five. Just ask who exactly are the new guys. Can you recap really quickly? Yeah. No. No worries at all. So uh, let's. We'll go okay. We'll come back to nine three one five on the thirteen people on scholarship. Sure. Let's dance to the the new guys on on the squad. Uh, Horvath is six ten. Uh, the question was: Is Bean and him going to fit on the court at the same time with their styles? And they watched film. They looked at it, uh, and they said, "Yeah, absolutely, we can fit. We're going to make this work." Horvath is kind of a larger version of Bean. Yes, that is a great way to put it. Actually, <laughs> almost a twin. Just bigger. Yeah. And he's extremely athletic and can shoot well from the perimeter, too. And he can handle the ball. Yep. Uh, so he's uh, he's a transfer from UMBC following Coach Odom. He's a grad transfer. So he's been uh, – he was four years with the Retrievers, improved every year there, uh, and now he'll be bringing his talents to Logan. Uh, he's not the only one, only player coming. The other one is uh, RJ Adelrock. He's yeah. a 6'3 guard. More of a, sh- a scoring guard than a point guard, uh, but uh, he was averaging of what eighteen points a game. Yep. So uh, a guard that can really uh, create yeah, for himself. He, you will not see a lot of assist numbers under his stat line. Don't expect to see that. He's a playmaker. He is a scorer, like a legit scorer. When I say legit, that's what he focuses on. He doesn't focus on distributing the ball. He looks to create and be a playmaker and get to the hoop and score a bucket. Which is what we've needed last season, right? Especially when, I mean, we, how many three and a half, five minute drafts did we go through in the season against good defensive teams without a legit score like Sam Merrill? And, and Rock, I think, helps fill, fill that, uh, that vacancy. Uh, so those are the two guys that, that followed Coach Odom from UMBC. Uh, then we got a few other transfers from Utah. 
Ryland Jones, notably uh, the point guard who played his freshman year at Logan High before his dad uh, joined the coaching staff with, with Utah with Coach Kristoviak. Uh, and uh, Ryland Jones then went to high school at Olympus High. Um, had a great freshman year at Utah. Had a shoulder injury his sophomore season. Not quite as effective, but is transferring to Utah State and will have two years to play at USU. And then there's the another kid from the Netherlands, and his name is escaping me, Ajay. Yeah, the, is it Thielsen or Thielsen? Norbert. Norbert Thielsen? Thielsen. Yeah. I, dude, I. Six foot seven. Yeah, monster. Didn't play for Utah last year. Played internationally uh, in uh, EuroLeague U18, or was it U20? I think uh, it was, no, it was U, I don't know. Actually, I can't remember which, uh, but in eight games in international interna- international tournament, um, he played well. It looked like he had some uh, good numbers offensively, uh, also chasing down rebounds. Um, looks like a, a good swing player. So still not a whole lot known about him because we haven't seen a ton of film on him. Yeah. So, and then is there one more or am I missing anybody else? No, it's that, that, that kid from Maine. Well, then there's the high school recruit from Maine. Yeah. Who is a, a native of Bahrain, uh, but uh, they like his length and athleticism, still kind of a raw talent, but um, they feel kind of excited about the ability to mold him into a, a dynamic player under Coach Odom. By the way, have you seen or have you listened to Andy Katz with Ryan Odom? Uh, no, I you, haven't. That that is a. It's on the USU men's uh, hoops Twitter account. Um, that is a phenomenal interview. And and the thing about Ryan Odom is it, it, it's a different style. You know this uh, than Craig Smith. Like Craig Smith had so much energy and so much. You know, it just it came out loud and it came out exciting. And I mean, he would extend that answer for you know uh, a twenty second question and do a five minute answer. Ryan's a little bit different. There's not as that exuberance and such. It's just, it's almost a quiet voice, but he answers the question with a great story, great detail, and then he just, it's done. As soon as he answers the question, you don't need to give any more to the answer. We're good. Um, he's so great at answering questions, and uh, this, this interview with uh, Andy Katz is great. And everybody knows his dad, um, Coach Odom's dad, uh, was the coach at Wake Forest. He coached Tim Duncan. He coached Chris Paul. His brother's a scout for the Utah Jazz. Um, in fact, when I had a chance to uh, chat with Odom uh, just before the football scrimmage, he was, you know, talking about how his uh, his dad came to the practice, and you know, his, his dad's retired now, so you're kind of like, all right, dad, just kind of sit back, relax, watch the practice, enjoy it. Instead, his dad's out there on the court, and he goes, hold on, hold on, okay, you, big man, right here, you go on this side of the line, you go on this side of the line. All right, Ashworth, when you have the ball and you're going through the screen, what are you doing here? Well, I'm going here. No, 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 no. You, no. Listen, try it again. You got, I mean, he's just coaching away. And Odom's kind of like, hmm, all right, cool. I, he just is so, and like, so he's, he's, he's from a coaching background tree, really good coaching background tree. He used to be a ball boy for the opposing teams in the ACC. So Michael Jordan, North Carolina, Ralph Sampson, Virginia. I mean, he's been around the game his whole life, and he's got great stories. He tells me in a really wonderful way, a really humble way, too. Um, if you have a chance, go to the USU Men's Hoops Twitter account, or I might be on UtahStateAggies.com, too. 
but the interview with Andy Katz is just so much fun, and it's it's really uh, educational about like his coaching background and how he's came to where he's at. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Oh, it's great. Yeah, very cool. Uh, 435-339-0321 if you want to join us on the Guild Mortgage text line. Sorry, so I, I kind of going back on to 9315, uh, the thoughts on the 13 people uh, who are on scholarship. Um, I like it. You got Bean, Miller, Ashworth, Shulga, uh, Zapata uh, returning. Am I missing anybody else on the returning side? Dorius. 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 Yeah, thank you. Is the other one who's on scholarship. That was Craig Smith's parting gift to Dorius as he was taken off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I like what we got coming back. I I honestly do. I'm I still am a little bit bummed out about Raleigh, but I think Rylan Jones coming here, like you know, puts the bandaid on that. Like it's almost a permanent bandaid too because it's Rylan Jones. And you know what you're going to get out of Ryland. He's a really good ball player. He's a great playmaker at the guard position. Kind of like an Ashworth, but I think can create really well at the rim. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see what uh, what Ryland brings to the team. And I know Coach Odom is very excited about it as well. Yeah. Anybody you like, I mean, in regards to me, with a mixture of new guys coming in with return guys? I guess my only the only thing that <clears throat> kind of jumps out to me is um... – is there another shooter in that mix? Oh, yeah. Is there just a, a spot-up shooter? If Brock Miller goes down, if they need somebody else to come in and, and be a shooter. Ah, good. Shulga or no? Well, maybe. I know Ashworth can do it, but he, I mean, he's a little bit smaller, so I want someone at a little bit bigger size. By the way, I'm really glad Shulga's coming back because he brings <laughs> so much confidence and he has so much swag. I really am excited about Shulga being back here. I mean, that's going to be a, a great addition for the team. Um, again, you you add a little bit of just, I mean, it spreads the court. And hopefully Brock Miller will, will be able to get healthy again and, and get back to his uh, vintage Brock Miller ways where he's shooting well because that was kind of an issue last year. But again, dealing with a, a horrible back and then trying to play a, a, a basketball game is just really, really tough. So hopefully Brock's feeling better and uh, – We'll, uh, we'll have a good shooting team and, and not to mention ha- have some size underneath. Again, Onomiyash Keta, obviously he goes pro, but uh, I still think that um, I still think that Horvath and Bean can do the job. So, Yeah, uh, I mean, the, the roster is what it is now. Yeah, now it's and, pretty and much so now set stone. Yep. Right, and now it's uh, how does this coaching staff work with them with the veterans that are there, the uh, older uh, transfers that are coming in, the newer players, how they mesh. And uh, how they how they're going to run through uh, conference play? It'll be a tough Mountain West conference. It again. will be, but look, I mean, I I'm going to trust the guy who gets text messages on a daily basis from Quinn Snyder, and they're like paragraph long texts talking about, hey, what do you think about this offensive idea? Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, look, I was just thinking last night about this offensive idea. That's all right with that. That's pretty special. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So we might be all right there in that regard. What do you got there? <laughs> Oh wait, one five seven zero. Do you think Kendall will get drafted? And if and if so, where do you think he will go? I do think he gets drafted, uh, late second round. Yeah, he's not a first rounder. I think he'll go second round. Where he'll go, I have no idea. Yeah, that's the thing. Is in the second round, it's all topsy turvy because teams can make trades, flip up and down, uh, go up, move, you know, move down. It's yeah. I think that that there's 
Where does he fit? I don't know either. Yeah, I don't know. But I think there's been a little bit of a shifting of 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 uh, of I don't know what the right term is, but philosophy in the NBA. That may not be the right term, but where a, a guy like Keta, like 20 years ago, oh, in the 1990s, Keta would have been 2000. He would have been, been golden. Right, he would have oh been a lottery gosh. pick. And then it shifted. And if you can't shoot a three point shot, then we probably don't want you. <laughs> but I think it's starting to come back a little bit because of Rudy Gobert, Clint Capella. Um, there's some good bigs, good big men in the league that are rim, uh, they, they run rim to rim really well, block shots, change teams. Because look, it's either a three point shot or at the rim. And if mm-hmm. you don't have a rim protector, you know, that's really going to hurt you. So I think that Keta does get on an NBA squad. I think that teams will like what he does. And he does have some offensive skill set as well, not just his defensive prowess and his agility. I think that he could use you know, more muscle on his frame as well. But um, I think that teams would, would like to have a guy like Nimi Keta on their roster because they want a rim protector. Guy who can do pick and roll. Guy who can pass out of uh, situations. And Kenneth's got that ability. He really does. He yeah, could've... there were a lot of games he led the team in assists because <laughs> a lot yeah. of inside-out stuff. Yeah, he was really good with his passing game. Uh, the pick and roll, he's been really, he's gotten better at. I don't know if it's NBA-worthy yet. I think there's still a long ways to go in that regard, but I think it's getting there. And so, yeah, again, I think he does get drafted. I think he's a second-round uh, pick, and maybe late second-round pick, actually. But uh, I think he'll get his name called, which is Two years in a row, two Aggies getting drafted. I'm okay with. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's awesome. All right, we're going to take a timeout here on the Full Court Press. Love to get the, uh, more feedback from you on the Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. Uh, what are you looking for this weekend? Uh, the last couple of games in the NBA, Utah Jazz have a couple of games left. Uh, there is going to be a, a new player on the uh, on the floor for the Jazz, likely. Uh, what kind of an impact will he have? And, uh, yeah, kind of look at these last couple of games and what's on the line because there's a lot of positions in both the East and the West Coast, uh, Eastern Conference and the Western Conference, that could still be moved over these last uh, few days. So a lot of movement still at place. We'll talk about that coming up on the Full Court Press. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Cast Delight in Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Cast Delight. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go. Online at castdelight.com. Here's Chad, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. Just a couple tips for this summer for a healthier lawn. Raise your lawnmower blade a notch or two. Longer grass helps conserve water and fight against stress. Double check your sprinkler coverage and watering times. Then call the lawn doctor to put down a grub preventative and to try our popular new two-service soil enrichment program. Fertilizer, weed, and pest control. Call the lawn doctor at 753-LAWN or go to lawndoctorcashvalley.com. We all know how it can be to go to the wrong place for car repair. Lights on again. Can you believe this? Unbelievable. So don't risk it. Get no credit financing to meet your needs. Only at AA MCO. We all know how it can be to go to the wrong place for transmission repair. Guy and his cheap transmission fluid. 
Get no credit financing to meet your needs. Only at AA MCO. Find your Logan Amco dealer at 75 East 20th North. Call 752-1940. Ladies, do you have your men's ring yet? We know that he got you the perfect ring, so let's get him one that will show how much you care, such as a one-of-a-kind Damascus steel, his choice of camo, or an exquisite redwood inlay. And if you really want something out of this world, come check out our meteorite rings. For the largest selection of unique men's rings, make it special, make it Jarek's at 930 North Main in Logan. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Salveson. And now, some words of wisdom from A.J. Salveson. Let me teach you something, okay? In the business world, when something goes wrong, you just blame the intern. It doesn't matter if they've been there or not. You just blame the intern. When the intern gets back the next day, you chew him out, you make him cry, and then you give him a donut and everything's all right. These have been words of wisdom from A.J. Salveson. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The fans, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. All right, so Aji and I were putting our heads together, and we're missing somebody. Why don't you pull up to see just who was on the roster last year? Okay, that's okay. That's what I did. All right. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Do you have Bears still on there? Yeah. Okay, so here's what we have a problem again. We're not doing this right. Brian Phillips, if you're listening, help us out. <laughs> Brian Phil- we're missing somebody. Yeah, Phillips, we're missing somebody. We need help, buddy. Okay, so you have on the roster who? So here are the players that are were on last year's roster coming back. Okay, go. Okay, Ashworth. Yes. Shulga. Yes. Bearstow. Yes. Miller. Yes. Dorius. Yes. Bean. Yes. Zapala. Yes. You have seven right there, right? That's seven. Is Wickheiser coming back? Oh, I forgot about Wickheiser. Yeah, Matt Wickheiser. Is he a scholarship player, though? I thought he was a preferred walk-on. Let me put Wickheiser question mark. Oh, geez. This is not good. Okay. And then the newcomers. Give us the newcomers. Ryland Jones. Yes. Horvath. Yes. Adel Rock. Yeah. Thellison. Okay. And this uh, high school recruit from Maine. I can't think of his name. Come on, That's man. five more. Who are we missing? So unless it's Wickheiser, we're missing somebody else. Is Wickheiser a scholarship kid? I just, I just didn't think he was a scholarship player. Brian, if you're here listening, please help me out. 435-339-0321. Who are we missing? Yeah, who are we missing, man? Unless it's uh, another Unless somebody who was recruited before as a return missionary and we coming in. What about the early signing class? That's what I was just thinking about. Uh, I don't think we have anybody from that. Cade Potter? Oh, yeah, it is Potter. There See the go. kid from Cedar? Yeah, he's a Well, skull. he's going on a mission. He won't be around. Who's our 13th man? Come on. No, it's not Landon Brinchley. No. He's still on a mission. He's still on a mission, too. Well, will he be coming off of his mission now? He, gets he back, may be coming off his mission. He gets back in a week. Well, maybe he's the 13th man. 
Well, I thought he was a preferred walk-on. He's a preferred walk-on. walk-on. He's not a scholarship player, though. Yeah, he's not a scholarship player, though. He's a preferred walk-on, unless Odin gave him a scholarship. I didn't, I didn't think Wickheiser was a scholarship player. For the love of all that is good. What are we missing here? When you looked at the roster from last year, there's nobody that we were missing? No. Okay, you said Beristow, Ashworth, Shulgas, Zapata. Liam is gone. So that air race is him. Miller, Dorius, Bean. And if Wickheiser is a preferred walk-on, then yeah, we're still short one. Unless Wickheiser got a scholarship. Must be, we're missing like probably a recruit. 9948. He is good friends with Rowling Jones. Absolutely. He is still a preferred walk-on, though. Hmm. Oh, come on, man. This cannot. Uh, come on. Someone. Oh, shoot. What? I, I don't know. Like, I'm just. I don't I'm, know. I'm trying to think who we got now. Uh, I'm, look, I'm looking. Who at did him. Craig Smith announce for his recruiting class this last year? I don't. Okay, here we go. Let's try this. <laughs> this is live research. All right. Our, great uh, radio. Oh, never mind. That's Utah. Never mind. Thank you. Yeah, great radio. We, we're sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. I honestly don't. Just know. when you're talking about the 13 on scholarship players, I started to think, okay, I'm gonna put these down because for some reason I didn't have it added up all the way, and I'm starting to write names down, and I'm realizing I'm short. I'm leaving somebody out. I got to text Kyle. Caught him. Kyle, what are you up to, man? You listening to our show? Probably not. <laughs> but if you it's would, a Friday that'd be afternoon. Great. Kyle, he's checking out. He should be. Who are we? Who are we missing? Will question you text mark. me He's 13 like, guys right without any context? I should, what is this about? I should hit up Nate Dixon right now, huh? Hey, Nate, coach, who's your 13 guys on your roster? <laughs> I can't think of who it is. I've got 12, unless Wick is a scholarship guy. So Potter is not. So Potter is not a scholarship guy. Or if he is, he's going on a mission. Then he comes back. So how does that work? So he doesn't count as a scholarship guy if he's on a mission. Right. You, yeah. You don't. You're not paying him a scholarship school and all that stuff if he's not around. Makes sense. Uh, 1570 is not Liam because he has just entered the transfer portal. Yeah, the word is from Brian Phillips this afternoon that Liam McChesney has entered the transfer portal. He is going to leave Utah State. Okay, so wait, does that... Does that mean we're missing one? Yeah, or is that... Okay, so wait, now are we missing two scholarships or one? Because if Potter wasn't on scholarship... That's who I counted as the thirteenth guy. That's who I had on my list as number thirteen. So if Lee, so if Liam's gone and Potter's not on a scholarship, then we're down. Maybe Wickheiser got a scholarship and we don't know about it. I got to I got to hit. I know. <laughs> I got to text the coach. Hold on. It's killing me. I well, coach. Well, we uh, try to figure this out. And by the way, if you have any additional thoughts on that, feel free to send them in four three five three three nine zero three two one on the Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, we really do appreciate the folks at Guild Mortgage for uh, sponsoring our text line. They've got all kinds of different loan products, whether you're doing land or a home or refinance or a lot of business, a lot of different options that they have there at Guild Mortgage. Check them out. Just Google Guild Mortgage Logan. Get all the details that you need about how to Great real estate them. people. It'll take care of you. Uh, mortgage, whatever. I mean, whatever it is, Carrie Nelson and her team are wonderful, and they're absolutely spectacular. Yeah, get a hold of Gill Mortgage if you're looking for some housing questions and some advice. They can they can get you through it all. So Yeah, we okay. support their support of our show. Absolutely. Uh, I'm really tripped out right now. 
Because I counted Potter as our 13th guy. And if he's not on scholarship, if he is going on a mission, I don't know if he is or isn't, if he is going on a mission. I thought he was. Maybe he's not. Okay, well, if he's not and Wick Kaiser got a scholarship, that's 13. Then we're covered. Otherwise, we're at 11 right now. Maybe I'm going crazy, but I don't. See? Even our tech sign's quiet now. They're trying to figure <laughs> it out, like... too. Oh, boy. Well, shoot. Dang. Well, okay. okay anyway. Well, well, that was fun while it lasted. <laughs> yes. I wonder if. Oh, wait. I wonder if I can get it through here. 21. Um, shoot. I can't. How do you do the search bar to search for something? Feel like I'm helping my grandma. Shut up with the computer. Google. Google. Oh, Dallin Grant. He's Grant. a kid from Cedar. Okay, so Potter's on scholarship then. So maybe Potter's the one. Okay, so that's twelve. We're still missing one guy then. <laughs> nine three nine three one five says, "Ask the guy." Uh, the guys that do the Aggies pregame on KVNU, they should know who's Actually, talking. that's a good point. Why aren't we asking Al? Al Lewis. Al. Help us out. If you're not busy right now and you're hanging out playing Pinochle, text into the show or text me or Eric. Or me, Al. I mean, like, I'm cool, too. And Cody doesn't know. I know Al. We all know Al. He's a Hall of Famer broadcaster. This is such horrible radio right now, but this has really got me in a twist and a knot. Oh, man. My brain is not functioning today either because I am just – it's its fried. It is Friday, my dude. Dude, it is fried on a Friday. All right. Anyways, moving on. Potter's supposedly on scholarship because Grant was the kid at Cedar. Yeah, Potter's on scholarship. Yeah, Potter's on scholarship. So that's 12. It's a Potter. Okay. Yeah. He's available this year. I think it's important to know who the 13 are. 9315. I don't know who the 13th guy is. Oh, man. All right. That's it. We're moving on. It's 441. <laughs> uh, anyways, okay. If, if, if anybody finds out who the 13th guy is, give me a call. Will you hit me up? Or hit Cody up, I guess. <laughs> or just hit Cody. Or just hit Cody. <laughs> Stop it. You mean? Stop it. You're such a bully, dude. You play a prank on me today. Get some help. We do not advocate violence. Stop it. Stop it. Is that the Michael Jordan commercial? Yeah, it is. Stop it. Get some help. Get help. help. That's so good. All right. Uh, What were we going to talk about anyways? Now, now I'm like all... We got Jordan Love on... We got Jordan Love news, I guess. Oh, yeah. Hey, what? uh, Okay, the Jordan Love situation. I, I know people are sick about this. All right? I know people are tired about it. But according to ESPN's.com, uh, Rob Domofsky, yeah, Rob. Uh, Matt LaFleur supposedly, quote-unquote, wants Aaron Rodgers to stay in a bad way. Well, no crap, Sherlock. <laughs> we, he says, quote, we want him back in the worst way. I know he knows that, and we'll continue to work at it each and every day. End quote. Uh, good for you. I love my Packers. They say that the uh, Packers, Cody, have no intention to trade Aaron Rodgers. Nope. In the meantime, they've signed the incredibly talented Blake Bortles. <laughs> yeah. And the very high on everybody's list except for Eric Franson, Jordan Love. 
Um, I have a video actually of draft night last year where I, I broke down because my Packers drafted Jordan Love. <laughs> it was not a happy time for me. <laughs> I don't blame you. I would play the audio, but I don't, blame I don't think you, it would appropriate for no. radio. <laughs> no, yeah, well, that's true. Uh, so let's. Uh, so here's the thing: is I'm high on Jordan Love. Eric is not. Cody, you're not either. You're upset. Not for my team, no. Uh, we have some audio though on uh, on Jordan Love, uh, or I guess on the Aaron Rodgers situation and Jordan Love, aka. Uh, let's start off. What do we got here, Cody? We got uh, Matt Lafleur talking a little bit about um, Jordan Love and what he would be hypothetically. You know, the Packers are kind of flirting with the idea of him being a starter, trying to get Aaron back. But this is Matt Lafleur on 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 Jordan Love. Every player on our roster is got to have the mentality that that they're going to be the guy. If if not, when you do get your opportunity, you will not be prepared for it. So that is always what we stress to every player on this football team. You know, in football, unfortunately, there's some uncontrolled circumstances that can happen. And, um, you know, you might be one play away from getting your opportunity. And, and in this league, you might only get one opportunity. So you better be prepared for that. Well, Tom Brady got several after getting his one opportunity. Uh Cody, talk to me right now. I'm talking to where, you. Where is Matt? Like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, come on, come on. Matt Lafleur in yep. this situation. Yep. Where do you think his brain is sitting? Like, if you don't get Aaron Rodgers back, Blake Bortles your starter? Then I think that it's a very real possibility that you might see Blake Bortles. I, I don't think. I think that the Packers would rather sit on the mystery of Jordan Love and what he could be in the off chance that Aaron comes back so that there could be a trade. I I think that from what I hear, the Packers were not impressed necessarily with Jordan this last offseason. Well, I wonder why. It's because he didn't get any reps. Well, yeah. nobody had. Yeah, great. It, it was hard for any rookie. I think that the Packers are sitting. That is their power. That is their power play. This is their 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 money is that nobody knows who Jordan Love is or if he can play. And yeah. that's their power play against Aaron Rodgers, I guess, as an uh, organization. Where do you? Where are you? You put your Packers gym cap on. Yep. Where are you willing to trade Aaron to? I would give him the – he's definitely not going into the anywhere in the NFC, that's for sure. Um, the safest thing that I would say was if I – if on the off chance that – he goes I'd rather him to go to Denver or Oakland because their draft capital and what we can get back and I don't have yeah. to see him unless it's in the Super Bowl what is the value for Aaron Rodgers what do you want back uh two first rounders uh a second rounder and two starters he's worth a lot he, he's yeah, a reigning, he's reigning MVP, MVP. Yeah. that's what I'm we with want you. like I'm with you two first rounders so two first rounders two key players yep and you say second yeah, two first rounders, a second, and two starters on your defense. That's what I want. Better be quality starters too. Yeah, uh-huh. and if it's anything less than that, then stop talking to me. Man, like this little GM brain of his. Is <laughs> <laughs> it worthwhile? See, and, and and Eric, here's the problem for me: is that Jordan Love continues to be strung along like a puppet. I feel uh, bad for him. Really. Yeah, me, I me feel too. Awful yeah, awful like, for the we're guy. We're just dingling him around here. You know, for people to look at and as a decoy, at. Nobody's, as we try to handle football. the mess that is Aaron Rodgers in the back stage. Yep. Um, and this this whole Rodgers situation, 
is bringing on even more drama with the fact that they've added on Blake Bortles. I know you have three quarterbacks, yep. but out of all of them, it's Blake Bortles. So whether it's so if Rodgers leaves, it's either Love or Bortles as your starter for Week One against the Saints. Who would you rather have start, Love or Bortles? Without I, I know exactly love, what I'm getting with Blake Bortles, and I will not be happy. But <laughs> <laughs> if I play Jordan Love, and it's if anything, if it's worse than Blake Bortles, I'm really not going to be happy. It's it's the mystery of Jordan Love. Is he going to go out there? And show some sort of potential. Like, we're going to have a couple preseason games, right? We're going to at least see what he's going to be like. But you're throwing out, frankly, just dog water when you're throwing out Blake Bortles as your starting quarterback in week one. I would, honestly, I would rather at least let Jordan try. That's me. I think Blake Bortles is the veteran step in, the guy that's supposed to teach him, the guy that's going to, all right, like, they just took me out of retirement to show you the ropes. Like, Jordan, this is it. Like, Ready go because Aaron's obviously doesn't care. Like he doesn't. It's not my job to teach Jordan Love the ropes. So I think they're going to go with Blake Bortles. See, I do too. I'm going to start him. Yeah, I think and see will. how long they can ride him, knowing that he won't finish the season. <laughs> but I'm angry. <laughs> how far does he get in the season? Hey, can we set the line? If Blake Bortles is a starting quarterback, where do you set the line at? How many games he goes with until he's uh, benched? Five. Three and a half. What? That low? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going uh, over? Well, actually, I don't know. I'd go the under on that one. You would? Yeah. There's no way that Blake Bortles lasts more than five games. <laughs> he's not He's not there to play quarterback. He's there to pick up a spot and be a veteran leader as much as he can be. Yeah, but who would you rather go back to the sideline after you take off your helmet? Hey, Aaron, I have a question on this. Or, hey, Bortles, I have a question for you. That's the thing. We don't have Aaron. Aaron doesn't want to be there. Like, he's throwing a temper tantrum. Like, Yeah, but they're still pulling out a full court press to try to keep him there. And Green Bay is saying everything okay. they, they can to try to – we want Aaron. We we want him in a bad way. It We're just, going to right, yeah, well, here's try the to convince him to come to stick around. Their full court press is more soft than a third-grade elementary team because their full court press includes drafting a first-round defensive back. And then getting a couple of receivers in the later rounds. The Packers and Aaron Rodgers talk bad about each other more than like high school drama. It's it's awful. Like he said, she said, he's going out with this person. So and so talked to so and so. Sounds like you have some experience in there. I wouldn't know. <laughs> high schooler. <laughs> I wouldn't know. All right, we gotta take a break. Coming back, we'll wrap up the first hour of the full court press, one oh six nine FM, thirteen ninety AM the fan. Do you have a son or daughter who's in high school, or maybe they're attending a university, college, or trade school? What if they decided to start a business right here in Cache Valley? Wouldn't that be cool? Would you shop at their business or use their services? (laughs) You'd probably tell everyone you know to shop there. Hey, you might even wear a sandwich board or tattoo their business logo on your forehead. Did you know when you and your family shop at locally owned businesses... Every dollar you spend returns an average of 300% more money to our community compared to just 13.6% for big chains or next to zero if you shop those companies online. Shopping locally creates jobs for you, your neighbor, your family, and it creates tax revenue for our community, parks, police, roads. But don't wait for your son or daughter to start a business. Support local business today. And when your son or daughter opens their business, we'll support them too. See how you can help at CashValleyMediaGroup.com. 
Wouldn't it be nice to work for a company that puts their employees first and isn't afraid to say thanks for a job well done? An employer who respects you and has no problem rewarding you with a competitive wage and benefits package? You belong with a company like 3rd Gen Machine right here in Logan. 3rd Gen Machine is hiring CNC operators, machinists, and maintenance technicians. Apply on Indeed. Just go to Indeed.com and search 3rd Gen Machine. Trust me, 3rd Gen Machine is where you want to be. Equal opportunity employer. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, the Hearing Aid Center, and now Ascent Aesthetics are in the new Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette, along with the entire staff, look forward to helping your family. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, along with the Allergy Clinic, the Hearing Aid Center, and now Ascent Aesthetics, now in two locations, the Cash Valley Hospital and Providence. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. Go to CashValleyENT.com for more details. That's CashValleyENT.com. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Full Court Press, that's Eric France and Cody Olson running the board. I'm Ajay Salas, and thanks for joining us on the Full Court Press on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. A few texts of... Uh, Came through. Let's get to it. Nine three one five. Why does Jordan get shafted for doing nothing wrong? So crazy. It is sad. It is Here's sad. a guy that just wants to go him. play football, and he's been the subject of as much controversy in the NFL as and criticism has been in years. for doing nothing wrong. Yeah, like he hasn't thrown an interception, taken a sack in the NFL. Nope. And yet, dude, this guy sucks. You know who? Well, I how feel do you know? Like Riders relate to that a little bit. Hmm. Aaron Rodgers. He did the exact same thing. Brett Favre did the exact same yeah. thing to him. Which one's messier, Brett Favre's situation or this one? Probably. Brett Favre was pretty bad. Yeah. As a Packers fan, yeah. Uh, speaking of Packers fans, uh, 9948, man, I'm still hoping and praying as a Bears fan that Love is a week one starter for the Packers. <laughs> That's mean. Savage. <laughs> I like that. 1570, if they trade Rodgers, it should be to the Raiders. Packers could get Carr, which is a decent QB, plus picks. And Love can still have time and give the Packers time to make sure he is their future. That's what I think. Train him to Las Vegas. You get Carr in return. Decent quarterback. Get some educational time. You learn. You get better, and you get picks out of it, too. But most of this is, is talking about trading away Aaron Rodgers. What if they do the opposite? What if they trade away Jordan Love? Dude, then I'm telling like Green Bay. It's funny because Green Bay is going to flip the switch. And if I may speak for Packer fans, not for you specifically, but you went from hating Jordan Love as a first round pick to hating that they traded Jordan Love, who was a first round pick. So which is it? Because then the GM has to admit that I made a mistake. Yeah. Uh, six eight nine one trade Love to the Patriots. All oh, please, yes, and start Jordan Love over Mac Jones and Cam Newton. I would be happy. I would feel like we could get back to the playoffs, finally catch a break. Finally. Let's take a break. We'll wrap it up here on the Full Court Press. 106 and the fan. Logo on it because that's what they do at the Logo Shop. They can put your logo on anything from pens and mugs to golf balls and clocks. The Logo Shop is also the place for your team shirts and uniforms. So if your team wants to look good, call the Logo Shop and order your team uniforms today. Colors, logo, and everything else looking just like you want it to. Get your team shirts and uniforms from the Logo Shop. Call them to get a bid or just drop by 40 South Main in Logan. The Logo Shop. The Logo Shop. The Logo Shop. 
Every name brand they carry is participating in the Memorial Day sales event at Fisher Home Furnishings. Extra discounts from Bassett, Lexington, Flexsteel, Bernhardt, Serta, and others means you can take an additional $50 to $1,000 off the lowest mark sale price. Reclining sofas only $6.99. Queen size Serta Perfect Sleepers at $4.49. A five-piece bedroom set only $999. Fisher Home Furnishings Memorial Day sales event means the best name brands at the best prices. Special no-interest financing is available. And shop online anytime at fisherhf.com. Daryl's Appliance provides the best repair service. Daryl's techs are trained to pre-diagnose your repair problem before they arrive at your home, so it can be completed on their first trip. As a plus, Daryl's parts department is stocked from A to Z for you do-it-yourselfers, and Daryl's has used parts to save you money. Dishwasher baskets, bake elements, microwave trays, and more. For sales and service since 1970, it's Daryl's Appliance, west on Airport Road. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. It helped me get my job, it helped me pay for my house. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. One hundred six nine, the fan, full court press. Eric Hajay, Cody's here too. It's great. It's been fun. Aren't you, Mister Sunshine? All of a sudden, dude, I am so drained right now. And then I just keep going back to seven nine nine four text about making fun of me. And then I also go back to your stupid little prank. <laughs> you had to ruin a day for no reason at all. That was great. That was something that was planned yesterday with great um, suggestions from our audience. Nobody laughed. Yeah, I did. Here's it. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The NFL schedule is out. Now we have four months to break it down. you got to give the league credit. They could open the season with any game, and we'd watch. Give us Lions, Cardinals, or anybody. After a long football drought, we're all in. But they went in another direction, giving us the Cowboys to start the season with the defending champ, Buccaneers. When you look at which regular season games rate the highest, the Cowboys are always at the top of the list. And now, Dak Prescott is back, taking on Tom Brady and the defending champs. They always dress up the first primetime game with concerts and hoopla, and hopefully this year, fans. It's easy to imagine the NFL marketing this game and this season as a return to normal. It's going to have a celebratory feel. All 32 fan bases probably had smiles on their faces when the schedules were first revealed. We have to wait a little while, but it's a time for optimism in the nation for our most popular sport. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. I recently had a chance to go outside and give my truck some much-needed TLC, so I grabbed Meguiar's new bright orange bottle, the Hybrid Ceramic Wash and Wax. Couldn't wait to try it. Has a unique two-liquid system that not only gently cleans the paint, but leaves behind their Hybrid Ceramic Wax protection with instant water beating action. Now my truck looks good. It is dope. It's protected. Meguiar's Hybrid Ceramic Wash and Wax with advanced SiO2 technology. Meguiar's Ceramic Made Easy. 
20 years ago, Odyssey changed the putting game when they introduced the White Hot Insert. Now the most iconic, most played, most sought-after putting insert of all time is back in the new White Hot OG. White Hot OG has the same mythical combination of sound and feel and performance as the original, but with modern upgrades that are available in classic head shapes like the two-ball, the Rossi, and the number seven. White Hot OG, legendary then, iconic now. See the new lineup at TTM Technologies is searching for career-minded candidates to fill multiple positions. Open positions include production associates and machine operators, leadership, managers, supervisors, technical positions, engineers, and accounting. You can learn more about these positions online at careers.ttmtech.com. Employees of TTM Technologies enjoy incredible health benefits and cash incentives. In just your first year of employment, you're eligible for three weeks paid time off. Tuition reimbursement is available for full and part-time employees, health insurance, which includes dental, vision and prescription, a 401k and life insurance, plus quarterly and annual bonuses and more. To learn more about the jobs available and what it's like to work at TTM Technologies, go online to careers.ttmtech.com. You must be 18 or older and a U.S. citizen to apply. Come join a world leader in printed circuit board manufacturing with over 26,000 employees worldwide. TTM Technologies, right here in Logan. Apply online at careers.ttmtech.com. TTM Technologies is an equal opportunity employer. The home for Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. We are Fox Sports! And here's what you need to know. In the first of a doubleheader at Chicago today, Kansas City beat the White Sox 6-2, beat Lucas Giolito, who's just 2-4, and four, ERA close to 5 so far. The Royals end an 11-game losing streak. The Yankees are about to start at Baltimore with Corey Kluber on the hill, but Yankees outfielder Giancarlo Stanton out tonight with a quad injury. Tightness, they said. Aaron Hicks out with his bad wrist again. He may need surgery. The late game will have St. Louis at San Diego. Cardinal shortstop Paul DeYoung was placed on the injured list with a fractured rib. Eight NBA games tonight, including at 9 p.m. Eastern, Dallas hosting Toronto. The Mavs can clinch a playoff berth with a win. Philadelphia starts up in an hour hosting Orlando. The 76ers again can clinch the number one seed in the East with a victory. The Nets expect to have all three of their stars on the court tomorrow afternoon against the Bulls, but Boston's Kemba Walker and Marcus Smart will miss tomorrow's game against Minnesota. I'm Steve DeSager. Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Eggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like the full court press on sports talk radio 1069 fm 1390 am the fan mr i don't want to go home because i'm sick live here on the full court press and mr i don't want to get sick but i'm going to ajay salvis and that's me cody olson on round of the board he's gonna get sick too while we're here i'm not touching you so we're all gonna I'm get keeping sick. my distance i'm not touching you i'm not touching you Charlie bit my finger. Don't breathe my air. Don't breathe my <laughs> Yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, welcome to the Full Court Press. Hour number two, 502, your kickoff time here on 1069 FM, 1390 AM, 1069thefan.com. I think we did determine that it was Cade Potter who was our missing man. Uh, he was a recruit, uh, same recruiting class as uh, Landon Brenchley, 
Uh, Brenchley was a, a, a preferred walk-on, from what we understand. Same with Wickheiser. Uh, they will still be. They'll be on the roster next year as well. But Cade Potter was that uh, missing man that we had on the roster. Between those who were coming back, the transfers and the new recruits, uh, this is somebody that uh, we haven't seen really, but uh, should be that thirteenth guy that fills out that roster for Utah State basketball. The word today is that Liam McChesney uh, is uh, entering the transfer portal and will likely be leaving Utah State. Just never really stayed healthy, could never really get onto the floor. Um, and I think just with the writing on the wall, with the way other moves that were being made, he decided to uh, look for opportunities elsewhere. So, well, hopefully he finds somewhere where he gets to play, gets good nutrition, stays healthy, bulks up, uh, hopefully. I mean, he's a good player. I like uh, what he his potential, but we just never really saw it. So hopefully he finds something that works out for him. But uh, that's kind of the word with Utah State basketball. Utah State is now at their 13 scholarships. A couple of the guys that will be there on the roster as preferred walk-ons. And uh, we'll see what this Utah State basketball team does. You know, Potter, Cade Potter, for those who have forgotten, six foot eight, uh, small forward slash power forward position, 210 pounds, at least when he was recruited. Um, we'll see what he looks like, how he uh, gets back into a, a basketball body uh, coming up later this fall. But and uh, Landon Brenchley, what he's what is he going to look like? More of a, a shooting guard, six foot four, um, wing player for Utah State. So uh, adding some options there for the Aggies and uh, Coach Odom and his staff coming up uh, this upcoming basketball season. So uh, I'll, hopefully that settles what's going on there with between the the new recruits, the transfers, and who's Man, coming back. Man, we really back. made a mess out of that though, didn't we? Yeah. But it was, it, good questions caused us to yeah. dig a little deeper. And Think about life. Ponder about the things that we've been doing. That yeah. yeah, was good stuff. Great stuff. Deep thoughts that keep Deep you up thoughts, at night. Big fills. Is it good fills or big fills? Or is it big remember. chill? It's, a big, it's big chill and good fills. I don't think it's any of those. Yeah. Oh, yes, it is because we sat there and listened to you. I don't think talk so. Talk like a high schooler to some friend. I don't think so. Hey, man. You're capping right now. You, you going to the fun park later on tonight? The fun park. Yeah. Wow. The fun park. And wear tight jeans and go oh, yeah. ro- go to the roller rinks. Oh, yeah. Skaties, man. Skaties on Tuesday. It calls skaties. What the hell? <laughs> skaties. We got to get a new producer. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the other thing going on today, we have high school... Uh, spring sports underway. Girls softball is happening. Uh, just started about an hour ago. We also have baseball games, which happened earlier today. Games one took place throughout the state yesterday. Game two in a lot of these places was earlier today, and in some places they've already had a game three if necessary. Ajay, you want to give us a quick update on, on the, who's still standing and who's advancing and who's going home? Yeah, so Green Canyon, after with probably the biggest upset in the 4A classification yesterday on a 3-2 win behind the arm of Reese Hansen, Dixie comes back and uh, eliminates Green Canyon in two games. Today, game two, they win it 9-3, uh, and then they're, I guess, 9-2, and then win game three, 8-3, so Dixie moves on, Green Canyon goes home. Skyview, who beat Logan in the playing game, never had a chance. I mean, never had a chance against Pineview. Pineview scores three touchdowns yesterday to win 21 to 10. Like, if someone would have told me, hey, Skyview scored 10 runs in a baseball game without telling me the final score, I would have said Skyview just upset Pineview. Yeah. But I didn't Sounds know great. that we, that like, I mean, you could give up three touchdowns in a baseball game. I had no <laughs> That's idea. That's a lot. So, final score 21 10 in game one, and then Pineview 17 to 5 in game two. So, Skyview also heads home. 
And then uh, Ridgeline in a uh, yesterday went 17 to three in a crusher. Jane Harris was a complete game. Uh, I think he gave up what three hits uh, in five innings, and it was only five innings because it was a 10 run mercy roll. 17 to three, do the math. Uh, and then turn around today, and uh, we go to nine innings, and Ridgeline gets the win five to four on a Evan Webb blooper over second base uh, to score the winning run, and so. Uh, Ridgeline moves on, and we'll head to Salt Lake Community College on May 17th in the championship rounds. So what, we have one. Mountain, Mountain Crest won. Mountain Crest, they go to the wire yesterday against Juan one Diego, nothing, yeah. scoring the winning run in the fifth inning. Yep. And then they turn around and take care of business today, 11-1. 11 11-1. To to one. And, I mean, and a lot of that, by the way, they scored two runs in one inning with no hits. The kid being like three kids in a row, oh. and then walked another kid, and beamed another kid, and then they had an error. So no hits, and they scored two runs. I mean, it was just nuts. Wow. Um, so, and, and Juan Diego just fell behind and never could play catch up the rest of the way. So Mountain Crest, Ridgeline, and uh, well, Mountain Crest and Ridgeline move on. Green Cannon, Scabby, go home. We're waiting to hear the results from Bear River, who beat Crimson Cliffs last night, 6-2 in a late one. So we'll find out about Bear River here in a little bit. And, um, yeah. Uh, looks like they win. They um they they lost six to seven in the uh, early game, and then they won seven Turn to six. Around to game three, huh. yeah. All right. Oh. So Bear River is going to advance. Yeah. That's crazy. So congrats to uh, Bear River, Mountain Crest, and Ridgeline. A uh, great season by Green Canyon, who had to battle through Skyview. Got hot late in region play. I mean, they hung in there for dear life in region play. They got a series win over Ridgeline. I think they got a series win over Mountain Crest. I mean, or I guess Green Canyon. Uh, played great baseball at the right time, keep themselves in the tournament uh, action, and then went to playoff game versus Logan, but Pineview was just way too much for them. It's Southern Utah baseball is just loaded. Like, I was talking to the UNA coach. They went and played in that St. George tournament and faced Desert Hills and Snow Canyon. And the UNA coach told me, he goes, look, dude, he goes, baseball over there is just a different level. He says, well, a kid hits a ground ball hard to the third base side, and the third baseman charges, bare hands it, stops and on and just throws a frozen rope and gums them out by like a foot and a half. And he goes, I mean, and then they had like a line drive that was uh, deep into the left center gap and the kid runs it down. and doesn't have to dive. He's able to chase it down and make a grab. I mean, he says, I mean, they're, 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 they're crushing balls 415 feet over the fence. And he says, it's just different down there in baseball in Southern Utah. But you know, I, I told him, well, they play some pretty darn good baseball up here in Northern Utah too. And I think Ridgeline and Mountain Crest, and Bay River will all have a say in that next week. Yeah, you know, we did get a few calls uh, yesterday that your call of that game was a little too biased. Yeah, you know. Um, You're too much of a homer for Uinta. Yeah. Like the Ridgeline you know, fans that were listening were complaining. Um, You know, 6803, you ever call again, <laughs> and it'll be the end of your calling career into the show. Okay, 6803, you know who you are. Okay. Um. Don't do it again. Because you were trying really hard. Yeah, I really was. Here's the problem is like I like <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting there calling this Ridgeline game and I'm and people can hear you from the press box and they know who I am. Like some of the people know me. And so I'm calling this game on the radio and they think I'm calling it for Ridgeline. And then I'm, you know, I'm excited when you win a scores a run. And they're like looking at me like, What the fetch, man? What's your problem? <laughs> what are you doing? And I'm like, you know, and I'm just kinda well, I'm just doing my job, you know, and you know, when Utah's, you know, or Uintah's, you know, ties or gets the lead, I'm, 
you know, really excited about the call. And I get, you know, I get all these kind of glares from Ridgeline fans like, hello, okay, you're Ridgeline, you're not Uinta. If you're listening to the radio broadcast, you know better. Who were you calling it for? Uinta. What was the radio station? What do you mean? What was the radio station? Oh, 104.5 News Talk, KVEL. Dude, I had to memorize that, dude. I'm te- oh, yeah, and by the way, what's really hard in baseball is you're like, all right, deep fly ball to the center fielder, and you forgot the center fielder's name even though he was just up to bat. <laughs> and so like, the center fielder is uh, going back. He's still going back, and the center fielder makes the catch. Nice play by the center fielder. That's, uh, that's Bob Lowe. Great catch, Bob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, you know, I'm my first time calling a game, and I'm no Vince Scully, obviously, but uh, learned a few things. Good know? experience for you. Oh, it was great. Honestly, it was a great experience. We need to be going down. And Hey, by the way, high schools, if you want us to go down and call sports games, you need to reach out to Eric Franson about sponsoring those, okay? You got to pay me the bucks, and uh, you need to make the uh, payments. So if you want us to go down and call these baseball games, which I would love to do, I really i would be more than happy to do it. You need to call some sponsors and see if you can get them flipped around quickly. I'll go, and then I'll travel. I'll go to Salt Lake and do it. AJ has certain uh, needs. Certain needs? I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't even want to know. 435-339-0321. If you want to join us on the Guild Mortgage text line, uh, I know that the uh, playoff pairings are set for lacrosse as well. Those games get underway next week. The quarterfinals, excuse me, the semifinals for soccer those are uh, next week, early next week, down at Jordan High School. We've got a couple of Region 11 schools down there participating in that as well. So uh, best of luck to all the uh, uh, spring sports teams Fun. and athletes that are doing things this year. Great that they're able to do it because last year it got taken away from them. So exciting that uh, they get to compete and do that. And um, best of luck to them as they continue over this next couple of weeks. Um, Ajay, Utah Jazz had... Uh, really watching that Portland-Phoenix game with great interest last night in the NBA. Portland was down for much of the game, but Damian Lillard got hot in the fourth quarter, put the team on his back, got to the point where they took the lead. They have a chance to to, uh, shoot free throws to go up by three with just a few seconds remaining. Robert Covington clanks them both. On the ensuing possession, Devin Booker, gets fouled on a questionable reach-in, hits his two free throws. Phoenix goes up by one, and they win the game. And so Utah is a game ahead of Phoenix with two games left for both teams, including the game tonight for Utah. How screwed are we? Like, you've got Mike Conley most likely playing tonight. Okay? But you've got to play... Oklahoma City night and Sacramento Sunday. Now, Sacramento's been eliminated from playoff contention. So has Oklahoma City. But you, I mean, your your guys are exhausted. Joe's tired. Bogey's tired. Trent Forrest is tired. Juwan Morgan's tired, even though he hasn't even played. Like, everyone's just tired. I'm tired. Yeah, Cody's tired. AJ's tired. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Eric's sick as a dog. Um, but seriously, like, how worried about you about the stamina of this of this basketball team for final two games with the one seat on the line. I'm not really that worried. Uh, Oklahoma City has a lot of guys that are going to be out tonight. I'm encouraged by the news that Mike Connolly is likely going to play today for the Jazz. That's kind of new this afternoon. 
Uh, he wants to get some playing time in before the break. I think that's great. I think that gives a big sigh of relief for Joe Ingles, particularly. And uh, helps. I, I think it sends a signal, too, that the Jazz are serious about preserving the number one seed. They are very serious about trying to keep that number one opportunity. And having Mike back really adjust some things with the with the lineup and rotations and gets him a little bit back into game shape and uh, and game rhythm. So uh, I'm encouraged by that. I think that sends a signal to the Jazz organization and to Jazz fans everywhere that this team is serious about trying to hold on to the number one seed. They can't rely on Portland or San Antonio or somebody else to knock off Phoenix. They got to take care of their own business, and they should be able to. They should be favored. Now Sacramento plays hard, and they made it tough on the Jazz last time they played them. Um, even without um, Darren Fox, um, I don't know who's going to be available for them coming up on on Sunday. But uh, the the Jazz absolutely need to win this these next two. If the Jazz win their next two, if Phoenix wins their next two, Utah will still hold on to the number one seed. If the Jazz lose any one of these games and Phoenix continues to win, there will be a tie. And Phoenix, by nature of the tiebreaker, will have the number one seed. Dude, I'm just watching the ending because I missed it last night. I'm watching the ending of this this Suns. This is horrible. Like, first of all, on the inbounds pass that when they fell Covington, like Lillard doesn't even move. Oh, it was bad execution. Dude, he just stands there. How is he- anybody but Lillard get that ball. Well, in the like what they call is a V out is when you like you, you know you take maybe three to four steps in and then you sprint back out. He doesn't even V. He just stands there. Like his man makes no effort, and so Covington goes to the line and Covington being Covington chokes it away. And then uh, so you missed the two freebies. Oh, that's the foul. Yeah, Norman Powell and kind of a reach in as uh, Booker's coming across the free throw line for his shot. No way. Yeah, you mean you oh, should be reaching a, in. Just play him straight up. Yeah, but it's that's a tough a, shot. That's a horrible call. You don't call that with two seconds left. Well, they challenged it and it was upheld. That's because it's Phoenix and they need the ratings. Like I don't know how else to explain that. That is, oh, that is a horrible. That is a very tough call to go out on. Oh goodness. Oh my goodness! And they challenge it, and they don't get it. Didn't get it. Booker he sinks both two, free he throws. Left. You don't have a timeout. They don't have a to timeout. Then okay, that's what I was wondering. If they what they have to in throw the it world on a... Covington? He's backcourt. Yeah, they didn't right. call the backcourt violation, and he got the shot off too late. <laughs> Man, that's backcourt. <laughs> what a horror, dude! <laughs> that's backcourt. <laughs> Well, <laughs> refs oh, are all man. kinds of. Uh, oh man, that's horrible. All over the place. So here's night. the. So you're right, Eric. So I mean, Oklahoma City's a very, very bad basketball team right now. They're on a ten game slide at home. Haven't won a game at home in ten tries, which is about. I mean, I think it's like what three weeks almost. I, th- I think they only won one game in April. So that's who you got tonight. Uh, we don't know who officially was out, but I think SGA was out. Dort was out. So that's two key guys. I mean, and Oklahoma City might be packing it in for the lottery. Get that first-round pick to put in with the other 75 first-round picks they got for the next six years and go from there. Um, You should win this one handedly. And if you do, get your starters off the court. Get them out. Because that Kings game, look, the Kings might be eliminated, but the play spoiler would be thrilling for them. Now, they had a ton of guys out. 
last night or the night before, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember when. Um, and uh, and Memphis had to rally back just to beat the Kings. The goal well, is, and then what? It's a seven. The game tonight doesn't worry me as much as the game on Sunday. Sunday. Does. Here's the other thing: is why are we playing at seven o'clock at nine? Why not play it in the day? What's the point? The NBA is they came they reversed and said yeah you can do it whenever. Like I mean, just let them go home. Like play it at twelve. They're done by three. They can travel home, or I guess, or you know, they're at Sacramento, right? Yeah. So the Sacramento have a Saturday game. No, uh, yeah, versus Memphis, I think. Actually, so that's probably why they need twenty four hours. Yeah, that's actually true. I think they play Memphis again. By the way, that Memphis Golden State game now on Sunday is the official playing game to see who is going to be the eight seed going into that playing tournament. So that's saucy. Um. And and by the way, on that Sunday, so yeah, Saturday, the Kings. Nope, I take that back. They don't play Saturday. They play tonight. Yep, they play tonight. Kings and Grizzlies, Jazz and Thunder play each other. Kings are in Memphis. Jazz are in Oklahoma City. And then Sunday, Jazz play Kings at seven p.m. Mountain Time. Celtics, Knicks, Pacers, Raptors, Hornets, Wizards, Suns, Spurs. And the Suns are going to run rough shot over San Antonio. Now now that San Antonio is pretty much slated in their playing spot. Right, they're, they're, they, they really can't move up. They can't move down. Right. Popovich is going to sit all his guys. Uh, let's see here. Thunder point guard Theo Maladon is not listed on the injury report for Friday. Ty Jerome is questionable. Lugans Dort has been ruled out. Oh, thank goodness. SGA, have you, have you seen anything on him? I don't see anything on him. He's another big one. If he's out too, then I, like, I really like our chances. Not that I like yeah. him already, but I really like the Jets. He's a good player. Tonight. Yeah. So, uh, keys tonight, get her out, get it early, and keep it, and then sit your starters in the fourth quarter. No need to play him. You got a travel day tomorrow to Sacramento. You arrest him. You get some rest. You go play Sunday night in Sacramento. I don't get why that's a night game. How much of a difference does it make having Mike Connolly available again? It's huge. Because that gives you one of your I mean, one of your guys is gonna get some rest now. Whether it's Clarkson, whether it's Ingles, maybe Ingles gets a little bit more rest now. It's it's huge. They need Mike so badly. Um you can tell when he's on the court, things are in control, a little bit more calm. There's just, you know, a sense of, hey, we have a leader on with the ball uh, the majority of the time who can make good decisions. Yeah, that's big. And here's the thing. If the Jazz beat Portland the other night, I bet you Mike sits against Oklahoma City. They might play him against Sacramento if they need to. Actually, they probably don't if, if they're 2-0. and But now that they're now they're freaking 0-1 in these next last three games, that Portland game is going to bug me too. That's really going to bug me, man. If we finish this a two-seed, that's on Utah. Like, you just can't. Portland came into their house and pushed them around. Obviously, there's some exhaustion. I get it. And that's what, you know, so many people want to use the excuse as of, oh, they're exhausted. So is Portland. Yeah, a lot of teams are. I mean, it's late in the year. Yeah. Teams have been playing on a compressed schedule for months. It's catching up to a lot of guys. If you don't have a lot of depth, it's going to catch up to you. But the Jazz have depth. But they've also been without two all-stars. Mike Connolly has been out nine games. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell has been out 14 games. 
Yeah, you're going to see Donovan Mitchell. You are not going to see Donovan Mitchell in the final two. So if we lose the two seed, it's on the Jazz. Nobody else. No one else to blame. It's on Utah. They had their shot. Uh, five three three eight. Suppose the Jazz had locked up the number one seed. Does Conley play tonight? No. Nope. No. Not against Oklahoma City. If Portland would have won last night, then I don't think we would have seen Conley, Conley play. Yep. I absolutely agree with you. That's what that's with two games remaining and a two game lead over Phoenix. I don't think they would have. No way. And you're playing Oklahoma City tonight. Yeah. It's just not happening. And that's what. That's what's so frustrating, man. That's what's so – now Conley has to come back and play. And you don't know if that's too early or not. With a hamstring issue, you just don't know. But he's got to come back, and they got to win tonight. They they have to win tonight, and then you just got to hope you can rest your guys and be ready to go on Sunday um, versus Sacramento in Sacramento. Uh, well, so we'll see how that goes. Let's go ahead and take a break. Come back. Uh, the NBA Hall of Fame induction ceremony will be tomorrow. Kobe Bryant – Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan will headline that ceremony. We'll talk about the three guys and our memories of them. It's all coming up on The Fan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. This is Mark Thurston with White Pine Funeral Services. The best time to plan is when you have time to plan. Having a prearranged funeral gives peace of mind for everyone involved. White Pine will customize your final wishes to fit your needs, from a traditional burial to cremation to a custom headstone. White Pine also accepts prearranged plans from other mortuaries, and we will absorb any transfer or revocation fees. No penalty to you. Visit whitepinefunerals.com or come and see us for more information. White Pine Funeral Services. Cache Valley is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. And now is the time to let the allergy clinic inside the Cache Valley Hospital help with venom testing for spring and summer. The allergy clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time allergy clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cache Valley Hospital. The allergy clinic accepts most insurances, including Select Med. Call the allergy clinic at 753-7880, 753-7880. Dad, are you looking at Chevy trucks from Hanson Motors again? Oh, with all the stimulus money? Son, you and your sisters were worth a lot of money to me last month. (laughs) But I'm worth the most, right? Uh, sure. How do I convince your mother I need a new truck? Well, it's not just a truck, it's a Hanson. True. You could tell her Hanson Motors was voted dealer of the year. Three years in a row. I like the way you think. Up top, buddy. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you're looking for small and simple or have a grander idea, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the natural decor of the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner will work personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. The Riverwoods Conference Center, where your happily ever after begins. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750-5151. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Ajay Salveson. And now, some words of wisdom from Ajay Salveson. Let me teach you something, okay? In the business world. When something goes wrong, you just blame the intern. It doesn't matter if they've been there or not. You just blame the intern. When the intern gets back the next day, you chew him out, you make him cry, and then you give him a donut and everything's alright. These have been words of wisdom from Ajay Salveson. 
weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. One hundred six on FM, thirteen ninety AM. The fan, Eric Francis, and Maje Salson, Cody Olson, running the board for us, part of the show as well. Uh, the NBA induction ceremony is tomorrow night. You can headline in that ceremony for the Hall of Fame. For the Hall of Fame, um, will be Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, and of course uh, the late Kobe Bryant, who passed away tragically last February. Um, and so, you know, Eric, I, I was thinking about it. We'd be really remiss. As a sports talk, as a sports talk station, not to share our thoughts on these three great Hall of Famers. Um, t- two of them are considered some of the best of their position in NBA history. Uh, if you want to join in on the conversation, we are more than welcome to uh, to do so. We'd love to have you. Four three five three three nine zero three two one to text into our show. Again, four three five three three nine zero three two one to text in our show. Um, Eric, uh, Kobe Bryant, probably the most hated player of an opposing team in Utah Jazz history. No, I mean, we hated Kobe. As fans, we hated the guy. I mean, he just destroyed us. I remember, I still remember, I think it was in 2010 maybe, he shot, I think game three was like 320 or 420. It was game four. And then the next night he came to Salt Lake and put on a clinic and had like 38 points. Like he fed off that hate from the Utah Jazz more than anything else. You know, more than, you know, articles or, you know, failures, you know, in his past against Utah. It was, I you know, it was the hatred from Utah Jazz fans that he fed off so much and loved it. No one did it better. I, I, no one was better at that. Maybe Michael Jordan. But no one was better at that than Kobe Bryant. Yeah, he was a special player. Um, and uh, he was one of those guys that you, you – for jazz fans, they they relished rooting against him, oh but God. you had Did to respect ever. him. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was he was very very good, and very clutch. And you know what's crazy? Do you, I mean you still remember this? I think in '97 when the Jazz were about to make their first finals appearance, they played the Lakers, and Kobe Bryant was a rookie on that team. He took the game uh, winning shot in regulation and airballed it, and took the game tying shot in overtime and airballed it. Shot two airballs. And everyone was kind of like, dude, this, I mean, there are some Laker, you know, veterans on the team that didn't like his style, that couldn't stand him, and the arrogance. Who's this? Oh, no. Oh, fetch. Look who's here. Look who's here. Speaking of veterans who are critical of rookies like me and our intern Cody, the veteran, (laughs) John Russell. Johnny, you's in the house, man. I got to get this guy's basketball thoughts, too, actually. I know he doesn't want to talk, but he's not going to have a choice here. Because he knows, you know, these guys better than I do. Anyways, but, you know, but you look at that 18-year-old out of high school kid and you saw what he became. I mean, you saw his finals appearances when Shaq fouled out, I believe, in a series against the 76ers. And he fouled out in game four. And Bryant, like, just, I mean, took everybody upon his back and ends up scoring 45 points in that game and wins it in Philadelphia. Guy was incredible. He was a killer. He was an assassin. There has never been a better assassin in the game, save it be Michael Jordan, than there was Kobe Bryant, ever. 
Certainly when it's clutch and when it's in the big moment. Uh, I think you're absolutely well, right. What you're saying outside of that he wasn't? No, I think no, I think that just uh, he just never shied from the biggest stage. Yeah. Yeah. You know it's interesting. Um I and, and it and it kind of it kind of bothers me. Um to be very honest with you. John, get on the mic. You got to talk, man. We got to have you. If you're going to come in here, a legend, a Hall of Fame post game guy like you are. You're a Hall of Fame in the post game. First ballot. <laughs> Yeah, oh man, first ballot's tough. Oh, it's pretty full right now. That's pretty Eric. Full. That's Eric. Um, it's great to have you, John Russell, a veteran of Full Court Press. Uh, he does Aggie basketball post game, and in fact, we got to talk some Aggie basketball with him too at some point. But Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, all three going to the Hall of Fame. Um, we were just talking about Kobe Bryant and what he's meant to the game, but just his—I mean, his his evolution of who he was as a rookie to who he became at the end of his career. It's magnificent, man. I mean, he he was magnificent. Period. All the, you know, Eric, you hit it on the head. I I caught you as I was coming in. That he's a guy that you just hated. You hated to see him on the court. You hated to to see him on the schedule. But there was such respect. I mean, I hated the guy. But now that he's re- you know now that he retired, he's you know he's the man. You you can't help but respect what he did. I. Uh... You know, I also look back at, um, again, some of his great games were against the Jazz, but I think Eric also hit it really well that his best moments were in the clutch, yeah. and they were usually in the playoffs. I mean, the shot that he hit uh, in Phoenix, or I guess against Phoenix, to beat Phoenix Suns, I think it was in 06, maybe 08, I can't remember which year, um, with, you know, was something like that. He had great games against the Jazz. You know, against the Celtics, he had some good games. Um, he was just... He got better and better. Here's my one question for you both, though. They're building a monument or a little, you know, area in honor of Kobe Bryant. Why haven't they done the same thing for a guy like Will Chamberlain? Why haven't they honored those other guys who were great in the NBA? Is it just because Kobe Bryant passed away so soon? I'm not trying to be insensitive. Oof. But, I mean, but but honestly, like, we're building a monument for Kobe Bryant and but John Stockton never got that kind of credit. Michael Jordan never has. Will Jordan Chamberlain, has a statue. Jordan has a statue. Yeah, but Chicago. at the at the Hall of Fame in Namesmith Hall of Fame, he doesn't have a monument built for him. Like Kobe. Oh, you're Bryant. talking about at Namesmith. Yeah, they're building a they're building at the Hall of they're Fame. They're building a monument thing at the Hall of Fame in honor of Kobe Bryant. Why didn't Bob Cousy? Well, get one? there's also the talk. I mean, there's a lot of people that want. To, did I just? Kick the intern out. Oh, he just left. Uh-oh. You had to slide over. Just and, couldn't uh, handle the, the greatness the that greatness was in the that building. In. <laughs> <laughs> no, you no. Look, it, we're not going to say anything because it. But tragedy is what takes you to that next level. You know, and and it's tragic what happened to him. But you know what? You listen to what the players have to say. Uh, you know, not just about what happened, but but him as a player, they they love him. You know, there was that feeling about how amazing he was, not only as a player, but kind of as a mentor for the younger players, that he took the game to another level as a player himself. And so, I mean, you've got people in the NBA right now that are saying they should replace Jerry West with Kobe Bryant is that as, as, as the face of the NBA. And and yeah, I, I think that's a shame. I'm I'm not with that, but really, you, no. I you don't modernize I, the logo. No, no. The logo is what it is. 
logo is the logo. I think they can do other things for Kobe. But look, you look at it, you know, what made him so special? There's certain guys that, like you said, that going into the clutch, you knew he was going to get the ball and you knew he was great. You have guys like Kobe, Michael Jordan, George Niang. They're all guys that when it comes down to money time. George Niang. I like how you see that in there. I didn't even blink. <laughs> he didn't even blink. I don't have time for this crap. <laughs> I don't. Freaking the medallion Italian. By the way, I, I still think uh, the 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 six was rigged somehow. It wasn't rigged. If it was rigged, then Eric just purposely rigged it. That's his fault, not he mine. He probably did that. It was sympathy. <laughs> sympathy. Sympathy. He didn't, he didn't want the George Ying highlight video? No, he just oh, he didn't want well, that, that case, hanging over his head are gonna be hating for all on. his life. So. Hey, uh, I, I did want to ask you guys moving on. Kevin Garnett, one of the – I mean, his career at Minnesota was great, but he just could never get to that big game. And then finally, he goes to Boston. Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Rajar Rondo, who became something while in Boston. Um, he, you want to talk about defensive captains? Ben Wallace, uh, Kevin Garnett, Rudy Gobert will probably get there too. But what Kevin Garnett did in his career, especially in Boston, whew, it was it was something. Well, I I want to go back to a bigger question. Look at look at the two of those three guys uh, that that we mentioned off the top of our heads, which is you know Bryant. Garnett and Tim Duncan, two of the three came right out of high school. Yeah, is yeah. that a reflection of what you know? What should we do with basketball now? Should we require it? How do you feel about the G League or whatever it's called? Um, you know, it, these were two incredibly special players, and and clearly, whether they had gone to college for a year or four years, whatever, they would have been Hall of Famers regardless. They just had that talent. But do you, I mean, Eric, do you think they ought to change the rule again and just say, you know what, high schoolers, if you're willing to take that chance, come on board? Well, I think that um, there were a lot of people who wanted to follow in Kobe Bryant's footsteps and Kevin Garnett's footsteps, but were not really ready to follow in their footsteps. And then the NBA realized this and said, hey, we're getting a lot of players coming and you're, we're realizing you're not as ready for the NBA as you think you are. Mm-hmm. So... We need to put in this, I don't know, this barrier to uh, to help you kind of realize what you really are before you think you're NBA ready. I think all you got to do is look at the transfer portal right now. How many of those kids that, you know, went big time D1 schools, power five, and all of a sudden realize, oof. There's some good ball players out here. I get, I'm not quite yeah, ready. Yeah, no for longer this. the number one go to guy on this team. And then they go to the transfer portal and maybe, uh, quote-unquote, take a step down and find it to be a little bit different. Yeah, that's true. You know, Kevin Garnett, the the biggest thing about Kevin Garnett that people hated the most, um, guys like Matt Harpering hated it. He's been voiced about that. Tim Duncan definitely hated it. It's that Kevin Garnett would trash talk you to death. Yeah. I mean, he called Charlie Villanueva, who suffers from alopecia, a honey nut Cheerio. And, like, Villanueva lost it. Like, it was the only time Villanueva, I think, was ejected in a game was when he was called a honey nut Cheerio from Garnett. That's all it took. I mean, Garnett found a way to just get in your head and stay in your head. I, I mean, like, with the likes of, like, Dennis Rodman, he was incredible at that. But isn't that, again, what takes him to that whole nother level? Absolutely. You look at guys like him, Rodman, like you said. I mean, look at Larry Bird, Michael Jordan. Some of, some of the things that they talk trash about were, were just I, – I would love to have been, a, you know, on the court just – I would have stood in the corner. I wouldn't. Don't pass oh, yeah. me the ball. Yeah. I just want to hear. Yeah, I just want to hear, hear the smack talk. you guys are throwing at each other. Would you know Garnett? What? Would Garnett be a Hall of Famer if he didn't 
go to Boston and win a ring with the Celtics? He'd be a Hall of Famer, not a first ballot. Probably not. Yeah, I, I agree. Because he couldn't get Minnesota to the next level. No. And and, and he know, had some talent on that team, yeah. too. Sam Cassell, Charles Sprewell. E.T. Who's that? Sam Cassell. E.T.? No way. Dude, you're slow. No way. You're just old age. Is, what am I is, missing? He does look like an alien. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> Sam Cassell does. <laughs> okay, it looks like the alien on Men in Black. The guy who gets picked on in the stores. Ugliest player in the NBA. What? No way. Flat out. No way. Flat out. Really? Yeah. Dude, I mean, don't you know what he dude, looks like? Ilya Silva is pretty ugly. <laughs> and George Yane is just as ugly. Don't bag on your Italian stallion. <laughs> Come on. The Italian medallion, man. Hey, uh, old five four nine just texted into the show. Love hearing John Russell on the radio. Glad he's doing good. Thank you. you. Thank he you. Really is good. Yeah, I'm I so a little story, a little background on me. When, when if you remember way back when, and many of our listeners probably aren't old enough, but there were four teams that came into the NBA at the same time. There was uh, Miami, Memphis, Minnesota, and Vancouver. And I decided I was a young pup, and I was like, I'm going to pick one of these teams, and I'm going to be with them from the beginning. And I can, when they win it all, I'm going to say I was there from the beginning. <laughs> Guess what team I picked? Jazz. Ooh. Minnesota. Minnesota. No one, wait, no one picks the Jazz. I forgot. No one ever picks but, the Jazz. <laughs> Dude, you're such a hater. I don't, I don't know. No, that's what Ron James said. I'm just so, following his role. So, yeah, I picked Minnesota. And there, you're right. There were some good teams. They had some players. Oh, some talent, man. But to me, that's a sign of greatness. The guy that can take a team that may not be good, and as much as, as I'm not a fan you look at Le- what LeBron did, and you can say all you want about, oh, weak Eastern Conference, this and that. He still took some pretty weak Cleveland teams oh my God, and did yeah. amazing things. And that's what that's what Kobe could do. He'd say, okay, guys, jump on my shoulders. Let's roll. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to go for it. He took and a Garnett team, couldn't. It, you, that's, you know what? That's a great, great point you bring out. That's the one, one black mark on Garnett is that no matter how good he was, he couldn't make the team better to get him to an elite level, to an NBA Finals level, until he went to Boston. Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, considered one of the greatest shooters. Right, and this was really before the, that. those three were really the beginning of the power teams. Yep. So he didn't even have to deal with that. He didn't have to deal with you know Brooklyn buying a championship. Yep. We'll see if that happens. But, <laughs> yeah, right. Now, he, does he go into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, absolutely. Is he a first ballot without ballot? it? Pro- no probably way. not. 9995, Popeye Jones. It's in reference yes. to the uh, ugliest NBA yes. players. Popeye Jones. Yeah, but when you say Popeye's, my mouth starts watering. And I think <laughs> Are you of a serious? Chicken like Popeye chicken? Are you serious? Oh, dude, that chicken sandwich oh, is. Oh, man, that is, was gross. Uh, 5338 says, What, a spot for Havlicek? Havlicek? <laughs> Havlicek? Oh, <laughs> uh, that was great. He get on a bus. <laughs> he drive to Boston. Get in New York and go play in the game. <laughs> Havlicek's not taking games on. He's just putting his shoes on. <laughs> Check. Dude, we gotta play that again. I got. How much is it gonna cost me for you to play that again? Uh, that's oh, that's man. such a good that uh, Yeah, that might be some audio. Uh, yeah. Duncan spent 19 years with the Spurs, won five championships, appeared in six titles, uh, alongside the help of one of the greatest coaches ever, Greg Popovich, Tony Parker, my name is Ginobili, who will also be in the Hall of Fame at some point very shortly. Uh, Tim Duncan, is he the greatest power forward ever? Yes or no? I have to probably say yes, just because uh, I give him the edge over Carl Malone, even though Malone has more points. 
um, and uh, played that position at, the, at its truest sense. But uh, I have to give the edge to Tim Duncan because he won championships. What about Kevin McHale? How many how many rings did he win? Uh, that's that was that was a no, solid team. You no, had Parrish, don't, McHale, don't give Bird, me Kevin McHale when DJ. you have Larry Bird on that team. When you have Dennis Johnson on that team, Robert uh, Parrish. Well, no so way. how do you? Then no it's way. the same thing with Ginobili and um, with Parker. I mean, they Ginobili is not a first ballot Hall of Famer. No, Larry Bird is, and Larry Bird's considered one of the greatest shooters ever too. One of the greatest players ever. Oh yeah, Ginobili's not. Neither is Parker by far away. No way. I mean Parker, and, and the crazy thing is. Um, Duncan, you know, he had David Robinson by his side for a while. That really helped out a lot. Uh, and then, you know, they, they go from Avery Johnson. By the way, Avery Johnson is a very underrated great point guard back in the day. I, I, I don't know if you guys would agree with me on this, but he, he was able to get that Spurs into a very just methodical offense that wore you out, tired you, and you were just done with it. I mean, Avery Johnson was a great point guard, and then to go from him to Tony Parker, not a, not a bad transition. So, you know, we talked about Kevin Garnett getting a lot of help. I think Tim Duncan got a lot of help, too. He got more than Garnett, for yeah, sure. That's yeah, for sure. absolutely. Absolutely. I would definitely agree with that. So he'll join with the Spurs. In fact, David Robinson's going to be the one that will uh, acknowledge him in. Uh, Michael Jordan, I believe, is doing so for Kobe Bryant, but his wife, Vanessa, Kobe Bryant's wife, Vanessa, will also speak. And then I'm not sure who's inducted. Yeah, who's doing it for Kevin Garnett? Yeah. Probably Ray Allen. Just kidding. Just kidding. That's probably too soon still for them. Um... But, uh, again, this. Well, let me ask you, John, who's the greater class? Michael Jordan, John Stockton, David Robinson, or Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett? Oof. That's a great question. That's a great question. And, and I think, you know, you have to look at them individually. I think Jordan is probably better than Kobe. Yes. In, in the big picture. Yeah. Um, then Garnett and Robinson. Probably Robinson. I'm going, see, going? I'm going with Garnett. Really? This is an overall talent, the ability to do things okay, I can and the see factor that. he was on a game. I could see that. And then you've got um, – Because I guess Duncan never won a title until Duncan – or right? I mean, Robinson never won a title until exactly. Duncan got there. Exactly. Robinson, I guess, was never in a finals until Duncan got there. Right. And then you have Duncan and who who was the third? Uh, Stockton. Duncan, uh, yeah, Stockton. And I'm yeah. taking Duncan all day. Mm. You're it's a jazz me. thing. Someone won five championships. The other one went to two NBA finals. Yeah. And it's going to be going as going down as the best point guard ever to play the game. Stockton, yeah, uh, over Steph, Magic, yeah, over Magic, over Steph Curry. I'm sorry, but I'm not. I don't think you can steals. count. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, does yeah. he have a record in steals and assists? Sure, but he also played with one of the greatest power forwards yeah, and second true. leading scorer in NBA history. I mean, look who Magic played with. I, I'm still going with Magic just because of what he did for the game. I mean, before Magic, you never had a six foot eight. Point guard, a guy that could dominate on on all in all aspects of the game. I mean, you you forget, and again, you're just a young pup over here. You probably don't remember this, but the, when when Kareem went down in that game the, in the finals, where 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 Magic came in and threw the little baby hook up for the win, dude, he he took it to a new game. And I think that's the other thing is is you know what do you do? Michael Jordan, not only all the championships he won, all he did, but he transformed the game. Yeah. It was a different game when he was at his prime. Guys like Wilt, Oscar Robertson, who is the most underrated player ever. You are such a fan of Oscar, and I want to know why. He did things that no one ever did. And if he played today, the way they dish outs. Now, I, all respect to Wes, uh, I was gonna about Russell the, yeah. Westbrook, he, he, the guy's a jerk. 
we're on air, so I'm going to keep it clean, but he's kind of a jerk. <laughs> but, you know, all respect to him, if Oscar Robertson were playing the game today, with some of the assists that I've seen Westbrook give be given, I saw one where they showed him, and it was the night he, he broke the record. Yeah. They, he dished it off. I don't remember who it was, but the guy dribbled like four or five times to get to a shooting. So that's not an assist. We don't play hockey. Come on. This is America. They probably counted the same in Oscar's day. <laughs> no, they didn't. No, back in his day, you had to, it was a dish. You had to shoot right there or lay it up. Then you got the assist. They're, they're a little more, and, and it's a different game. Uh, by the way, Isaiah Thomas will present mm. Kevin Garnett. No kidding. Really? Interesting selection. That is an interesting selection. Like, John Stockton had Isaiah Thomas as well. That was more because they had known each other for so long and had battled each other. Guy, Kevin Garnett could have had Paul Pierce, Michelle Sprewell. I mean. I heard you turned him down. Oh, yeah. I wasn't going to tell about Garnett. I mean, come on now. Hey, man, you're, you're, you're uh, rolling Uncuts Gems. The home for Andy Sports. Netflix, Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, and online at 1069thefan.com. The Fan.